you suck at this. God, it's been like three months, Mike. I, I, it's, my excuse still stands is that I, I am a one-man operation. I have multiple things going on over here. I have many tabs that I'm trying to shift through. I'm trying to get up the things I want to talk about today. Mm-hmm. That's what they all say. So, uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to Bruise on Film. We hope you are staying healthy and sane during these times. Things are reopening where we are. Yes, we got outdoor dining, people. Outdoor dining. Yes, and, and before uh, we turned on the mic, me and Harley were talking about how we we would love to to make a sh- like a, an announcement that like we should be supporting the local small businesses that are doing the outdoor dining. I don't think Not, I, I don't think anyone needs to be going to a Fridays under a tent at this moment. Yeah, I agree. Like also, I'm sure Fridays tastes just as good if you take it out. I mean, like support though, I guess support those waitresses and waiters, but like also like we really should be spending our money on like actually like not franchised businesses. Yes. It's just yeah. the idea of like my first outdoor dining experience out of quarantine and and I'm going to choose in a parking lot, but, but like, I'm going to choose like a Friday's or like a Texas roadhouse. Like, I don't think so, honey, to quote Owen Yang and Matt Rogers. I don't, yeah, I don't think so, honey, either. That's like, no, like, that's not what I'm, what I'm thriving for. That's not what I imagined for myself, you know? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And you want to know what, eat where you imagine yourself. Exactly. Um, Harley, what has been keeping you uh love and light these past uh this past week okay so nothing really as new is happening to me um um but i did just start pose which i love which is basically like just fictional paris is burning yes and it's so good um definitely recommend it if you're well like i don't know it's also like kind of historical too like the 80s were a long time ago and we like I didn't live through them so and I feel like that's the type of history I mean not that they teach all the history in school that you ever think is history yeah but like nobody teaches you about the 80s when are you learning about like the AIDS crisis and um like New York in in the 80s which wasn't nice and like all this stuff um, it's definitely super interesting. And obviously it's like fabricated to a point, but it's definitely super interesting. And I think, I don't know, it's been giving me life. I'm like started it on Monday uh-huh. and I'm like halfway through season two. That's amazing. Yeah. With, yeah. with that nice time jump to the, to the nineties in season two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that cast is just truly <laughs> incredible. Yes. Um, like all I around. Will say, they are all good actors, but there are some times where I believe Electra, and there's sometimes where her lines are not hitting. Uh, I am an Electra stan. Okay. <laughs> I like truly love her. I agree with you that sometimes it's like I think that she like like eats her words. Yeah. Well, it's like she it doesn't hit where it's supposed to hit. But I I'm don't just know. but I'm just gonna say that I still stan and I still love her. And towards the end of season two. There's so many great Electra moments when there's like fights that are happening like it, between the the houses. I am the episode I am at is um sh- they did the man died after choking on vomit. Okay. Okay. 
Yes. And then uh, Electra, like, or did you finish the episode? I mean, I'm like almost done with it now, okay. but I'm not all the way done. That was a kooky, crazy episode. Yeah, I didn't love that. I didn't like love what's going on. It was it was very out of nowhere. Um, I also hate the silicone lady, and I'm just like, <laughs> I don't think you. I don't remember seeing her ever again. Good. Um, but something that you texted me was you were wondering if if all of the uh, like all the if the people that are playing trans characters are trans yeah. actors. Yeah. And I said yes. I said that's one of the things with the show is that if the character calls for a black trans woman then they cast a black trans woman actor or actress like in yeah in that part that's awesome yeah my my thing is like i didn't like i should have looked up like the cast or whatever but i could have switched like the girl who plays angel reminds me of somebody else that i was like oh it's like whoever this other person is uh-huh. and that's why that's why i like like was like asked about it yeah She's so pretty She's it's like stunning. crazy stunning. yeah well i love that for you i love that you took that journey on it's a great show. And also, Billy Porter is like truly. I want to be him. I want to like be a be him every minute of every day. Yeah, he's amazing. Would have loved to have seen him. I don't in even remember Boots. what his character name is, to be honest. Pray tell. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's the MC of the ball. Yeah, no, I know, but I just never like remember his name. <laughs> um. Well, that's good. I'm glad that that you found that. And that's like those episodes are long. Yeah, they are pretty long. Yeah, so that's so that's a that's Ryan a journey Murphy for you. Does love to use the same actors? Yes, for sure. Like I'm over Evan, Evan Peters <laughs> and Patty. What's her name? Patty Lapone. Yeah, she's fine. But How dare you? What? How I dare mean, you? But my whole thing is, I have just watched Hollywood, so I'm like, this this is that lady, and well, I'm getting confused. You have to remember that this premiered like on fx like months before hollywood even came out like season two or season two okay because it's not it's not a netflix show it's an fx show yeah yeah um and they were four three or four weeks into filming season three when COVID hit so everything is on pause for season three i was thinking about that recently like how many tv shows and movies and everything have like lost so much money well interesting you should bring that up this was unplanned, uh-huh. but something I want to talk about is how uh, Universal's Jurassic World 3 uh, is set to be the first major uh, studio film to resume production in the UK. Okay, when is that happening? Uh, it's supposed to start happening in the middle of July, so the cast is going to fly out the end of June, and they have to quarantine for two weeks per the land, the law of the land. and and, uh and then everyone has to get tested and they have to wear from what i was reading like a green badge that they um that to allow them to enter certain areas um everyone is going to be obviously wearing masks except for the actors uh they're going to be tested at the start of production and then at various points throughout and I don't know, it's just, it begs the question that, you know, it's it's something that, that a lot of people have been asking, like, when is everything going to get back up and running? Um, and it seems to be, like, soon, I guess. We shall see. Shall we see. Shall they see. were, they Do were. Do we need Jurassic World, though? Like, could we have picked something else to start? I mean, like, I need Jurassic World. I'm a big okay. Jurassic head. 
Okay, all right. I didn't know that about you. Jurassic Park is one of my favorite movies. I honestly didn't know that about you. Well, you learn something new every day. Um, something else that I want to talk about. Um, because this episode is going to be coming out on June. How do you say it? Is that how you say it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. So I just wanted to send some research your guys' way of what it actually means. Um, because there's been more and more discussion about making it an actual like federal holiday. And I've been getting various emails from people at work being like, you know, we're taking off on Friday, you know, in solidarity of like Juneteenth. Um, so... Juneteenth is actually the day that the Texas army received word that slavery was abolished. Mm -hmm. So it had been signed into law, um, the Emancipation Proclamation, obviously, um, yeah. on January 1st, 19, or 1863. And they did not get word of it until June 19th. 1865 that's crazy so that's what juneteenth is in celebration of is the is the the slaves being freed on june 19th in texas i don't know thought it was interesting some history yeah no i didn't know it was tech i didn't know that it was because when well, it was Texas. i didn't know it was because of the like it took them that long to get the news yeah yeah well, there's in this because uh, I'm reading from the official Juneteenth website and it goes down and stuff and it talks about how there were possible like interferences with. Oh, yeah. With like Texas getting the news and stuff because they obviously wanted to keep the slaves. Um, something else that I just want to address. So Trump had made a statement saying that there was an AIDS vaccine. Uh, this is not true. <laughs> <laughs> everyone this is uh not true uh i believe he was referencing prep which is yeah. not not an aids it's vaccine like, it's like a it's pill like pills you take right yes it's a pill you take in order to like pre prevent hiv yeah. and aids um but it's not it's a, like birth it is, control it's like birth control for for aids yes yeah. but it is not a cure um and it also costs twenty four hundred dollars a month cool. uh, yeah so again Everything is fucked up and terrible. Um, question. Well, not question. Just saying something that I was probably ignorant to, um, that I recently, like, was researching, like, the difference between, um, and I guess it was, like, definitely Poe's, um, fueled, um, uh -huh. the different, like, what the difference between HIV and AIDS is. Yeah. And because, like, you hear it thrown around, like, in similar things, but HIV is like the initial virus that you get mm -hmm. and you have that. And then once your like T cells go, but like below a certain number, then you like have the auto, like whatever, like then it turns into basically AIDS. Right. Um, but I just didn't never, never knew. Yeah. Like I so, never knew something like, you would think that we would like learn in a health class. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I still feel like that's like, even when we were, in health like that's things that they they didn't even want to talk about that. oh yeah but that's what i'm saying is that like yeah, it's, yeah. you know gay sex and or queer sex in general yeah. is not talked about in in public school health like at all yeah and the fact that well, you wait until at least for us you wait until senior year 
of high school to yeah, learn to have sex, sex ed class yeah. when like most people have already probably done it at that point mm-hmm. not virgin shaming if you have it i'm just saying that like... <laughs> of course <we're> not. <laughs> <laughs> um and then one last thing i just want to say some like good news to come out of this week is that the supreme court ruled that you can no longer be discriminated against based on your sexual identity or um like if you're trans so you cannot mm-hmm. be fired if you are basically a member of the LGBTQ community. Um, it was a six to three vote. Fuck those three judges. Yeah. Looking at you, Brett Kavanaugh. Fuck off. Um, but it is some good news to come. Not great the like the announcement time of it because uh, once again Trump had like made a statement being like this is going to or had made the statement saying that this was going to get to the Supreme Court on the anniversary of the Pulse nightclub shooting. It's just, everything is just bad. Um, But at least this little bit of hope uh, came through. I also thought it's crazy in, in not crazy, but obviously it is a, is a creative note to the times we're in now compared to the times that pose is happening, but that Evan Peters like works for Trump and (laughs) And they're like, he's the man. Uh-huh. We're going to get him in movies. Yep. And it's just like literal 7,000 eye rolls. Yeah. Every time, every time that name is mentioned in like a show, it's an eye roll. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Just some good stuff to keep along with pride. Um, obviously, you know, the protests and stuff are still going on. So if you have the means, please keep donating. Um, there's lots of, uh, trans and queer, Mm -hmm. uh, foundations that you guys can donate to that support black artists and also, um, just causes in general, like the homeless population, um, and things like that, that, uh, we recommend that you keep donating to. Um, I do have an actual show that I binge watched at the time of this recording, uh, but I will save it till the end to talk about because... It, is it has a, to do with our movie. It has to do with our movie. It's a follow-up to our movie. So with that being said, we are continuing Pride Month with a, an easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl movie. Yes. Um, Love, Simon. Yes. I have never seen this before, and honestly, it was such a breeze to watch. It was very enjoyable. Yeah. Um, it made you feel the feels that you needed to feel. It also, I don't, it was just great. Like, yeah. I don't know. This, and also, I will say something. A soundtrack can make a movie. All the songs from that movie have been in my head for days. Yes. It's, it's one like It's a, one of the rules. Summer, it's like a summer um, like soundtrack, I feel like. I truly love to drive around to this soundtrack like with the windows down, mm-hmm. breeze blowing in my hair. Like, well, I love that Bleacher song. Oh. But Killer Queen do the... Yes. Roller, Roller coaster. coaster. Yes. Yes. It's the bleachers honestly make a make. I've seen a him big because he came to my college. Oh. He, was our, he was our spring concert my junior year. Uh-huh. But it's like we were supposed to get Panic at the Disco, but the, they didn't have enough money. So then it was kind of like a last minute we got him. And then it was like a rainy day, and they have the concerts down at the riverfront, and, uh-huh. unless it's like going to be like storming. Uh-huh. Um, and he was like upset with everybody not being like excited and not there not being a lot of people but i also heard he's like generally an asshole oh okay yeah um but 
And also the year before that, we had Big Sean, and that's like a completely yeah different term. different different. Yes, the exactly. The crowd was crazy at Big Sean. It uh-huh. was great. Can you tell me what Big Sean sings? I don't know if I know. I definitely have heard it in a movie. Probably. Wobble dee wobble dee wobble Okay. Yeah. Stack in my papers. My wallet look like a. I don't even know what the word is. Yeah. Um. But yes, so we are doing Love Simon. I can't wait to talk about it with you. Um. I will mention some of the like issues that arose like when it came out, but for the most part, this was a very I hate to be like ahead of its time or like revolutionary thing because it sounds like so stupid. But it is this was the first major studio uh, film to be released with a gay storyline front and center, mm-hmm. um, and have it be like a teen high school movie basically, um, which is cool and exciting. Yeah. So, do you want to huh. talk? Yes. Yeah. So today, it's a tart fellow. Yeah, with Love Simon, we are drinking Jug Handle Brewing Co. Um, sour Wheels. So, Jug Handle, they're located in Tinton Falls, which is not too far away from us. It's one of my. I really enjoy going to this brewery. Um, their beer is definitely like. It's not like they have a staple that I would say like, oh my God, like Kane has head high or like something like that. But they definitely have, are always coming out with new different kinds of beers that are pretty good. Um, And they just started canning stuff, I think within the last year or so. So um, I picked these bad boys up. And so Sour Wheels, like its name, it is a sour ale. It's actually a, I'm going to have Google pronounce it for us right here. Berliner Weisse. That's how what it says. And it's that's basically when I looked up what that is, it's basically like a sour beer. And it says usually around three percent. Here we have a two point a five point two percent. Berliner Weisse might be your drag name. Berliner Weisse. I like that too, honestly. It's it's hard to read. It looks like Berliner Berliner Weiss V like W. Like Weissy. Uh-huh. Weissy. I don't know. Um, so I'm pretty sure that, so this is their version with blueberry and lime, but I think they do like a couple of different versions, like with different fruits and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, the description I found was, or there isn't a lot about it. It's a smaller brewery. There like, isn't any like beer that much beer advocate information or anything like that either. So basically it says, this is for blueberry and pomegranate. Okay. My fucking phone just died, so hold on. <laughs> hold on. It's that Android I, life. Now I have to figure out literally where I found that information. Ooh, and there's okay, so there as so there's another one that says it's sour wheels, blackberry and black currant. Oh. That sounds good. Um Ooh, someone, there's also someone posted about a cranberry and orange one. Oh, I like that. I would try that one. The blackberry black currant sounds really, really good. Um, okay. So I lost whatever info I was looking at, but 
This says, this is for the blueberry and the pomegranate. It just mm -hmm. says, kettle sour delight, wonderful backbone of sweetness, crushed by a lactobacillic yeast strand, providing it with great tartness, which yes. is super tarty, I super would say. Super tarty. Party for the party. I was literally about to say that. Um, blended with a heavy dose of blackberry and pomegranate puree, uh -uh. um, at the end of fermentation, this beer will make um, the taste buds do cartwheels. So, when I first took a sip, it was too much for me. It was very, it's still very tart for me. Um, I felt like my acid reflux was going to really have an issue with it. Yeah. I drank a little of it. It got better for me. Uh-huh. Uh, and... I just put some raspberry seltzer uh -huh. into it. I recommend it's like a little spritz. Uh-huh. It's a spritzer. Yeah. I I recommend that to you. Uh I yeah, I would I would definitely try it the spritzy way that you did it. Right now I'm taking very small sips because it is so sour and so tart. Um mm -hmm. I don't feel like I'm getting a lot of the lime, I'm getting a lot of the blackberry. Um but yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I would get this like I think maybe getting this at the brewery in a in a in a flight. Yes. I would like that a little taster. Yeah, I agree. But it, it's for me too strong that lactobacillic yeast strand that is giving us the tartness. I'm not loving it. She won't let the other girls speak. No, no. It's a little too tart for my my throat. <laughs> I feel like the phlegm is coming. Like yeah. I feel it. Um, but yeah, that's who we're drinking. That's our girl. And she is tardy. Yeah, she's here. She's here. She's queer. Deal with it. <laughs> that's uh, what she's. Doing. Okay. Uh, Rotten Tomato score. Um. Ninety-two. Ninety-one. Wow. Yeah. Um, so the critics' consensus is Love, Simon hits its coming-of-age beats more deftly than many entries in this well-traveled genre and represents an overdue, if not entirely successful, milestone of inclusion. Yeah. Um, so the budget for the film was $17 million and it grossed $40 million in the U.S. So it was a hit. Okay. And yeah. $66 million worldwide. Wow. It was released on March 18th, 2018. Wait, the budget was how many million? 17. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and it's based off of a book called... Si I have a question. Okay, keep going. It's based off of a book. It's yes. based off of a book called Simon versus the, Ho the Homo Sapiens Agenda. The Homo Sapiens Agenda. Sorry. Okay. My question. question. We talk about the movie. It was budgeted. This. That's everything. That's how much a premiere cost. How much everything like in their costs it should be yeah um what happens to other money the other money the 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 network just keeps it yeah the studio keeps it oh okay <laughs> well the studio is keeping all of it the the budget is really like a loan basically yes but i feel like if it's a great movie, the other people, the people who make the movie, should be like, like get a little bonus or something. Well, sometimes it's written into the contract that way. Oh, okay. especially like okay. with movie stars, like actual like big name movie stars, it'll be written yeah. that like if it crosses a hundred million, then they get 
10% or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Isn't it crazy that that's how much money people spend on movies to make a movie? Yeah. Like, I get it, but it's still, like, that's so much money. Yeah. I mean, I agree. That could be made on a movie I can watch in an hour, and I'll never see that much money in my entire life. For sure. Like, I will <laughs> never I will never see $17 million in my life. No, exactly. But uh, in that film, I was. I watched 70, $17 million. Exactly. Uh, well spent, because Simon's room is fucking gorgeous, and I wish I lived in that room. Um, so, just some trivia for you. Ready? This is what I said earlier. This was the first film produced by a major Hollywood studio to feature a gay teenage protagonist. Class. Is he gay IRL? No. Okay. But the guy who plays Bram came out publicly after this movie was released. Who is Bram? <laughs> Are you kidding? I don't know the characters, no. I don't know any of their names. Okay, well, spoil. we're going to spoil it right here, right now. Oh, is Bram the interest? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, so, the Jennifer Garner iconic, iconic mm-hmm. exhale speech uh, wasn't originally included in the film. Uh, and then Jennifer was like, hey, I kind of want to do this this thing. Like, Was the cheat impromptu? Like, improv it? Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Um, trying to think what else. So, when the movie came out, here it is, Kristen Bell, Neil Patrick Harris, Matt Bomer, Tyler Oakley, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, screenwriter Martin... Uh, Garrow, Benj Pasek, Andrew Reynolds, Joey Grafesca, Scott Hoyig, and Super Fruits Mitch Grassi were so moved by the film that they brought out that they bought out theaters in their hometowns so it would be able to reach as many people as possible. Jennifer Garner, Greg Berlanti, and Berlanti's husband, Robbie Rogers, were so proud of being part of the film that they also did the same thing. Oh, that's awesome. So that has a big reason why it did so well. Yeah, probably. Uh, this says, I don't like this this fact at all, and I'm glad that this didn't happen. Singer Shawn Mendes was invited to audition for the role of Simon, but was allegedly unable to do so, so he did not have enough time. I mean... Thank God. He would have been good in it. Uh, no, I love Nick Robinson, so... Is he in anything else? Yes, Jurassic World. <laughs> Oh my god. Is that what you were going to bring up, Jurassic World? No, no. It just was a happy coincidence. Uh, Greg Berlanti, though. Who is he? He is a very, very, very famous. He basically owns all of television at the moment. Um, I own everything. No, but seriously, he does. Um, So he produces You. Um. He produces Stargirl, Doom Patrol, Blind Spot, Edge of Tomorrow, Batwoman, Supergirl, Katie Keene, The Flash, Riverdale, Prodigal Son, All American, Black Lightning, Arrow, Godfriended Me, Titans, The Red Line, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. And doesn't produce mean you just give money to do it? Yes, but you're also like like if you're executive producing, then you're yeah. like still like involved creatively. Okay. Um, Mysteries yeah. of Lore, The Tomorrow People, Brothers and Sisters, Political Animals, Eli Stone, Jack and Bobby, Dawson's Creek, like. He Damn. he is very well known in the in the biz. Mm-hmm. Um, so he this was I believe this was his one of his first directing jobs. Oh, he directed it. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah. 
So, I mean, I love this movie. I, I love it because it's like a teenage rom-com about coming out and about a gay person. I would have watched it sooner. I thought it was going to be like sad. And so I would have watched it sooner in my life if I didn't think it was going to be sad. No, we're only doing happy movies this month. Good, good. I also low-key, not get this confused, but I have thought gotten this movie confused with that other movie where Jennifer Gardner's the mom and the boy has that weird, he has that disorder and they make fun of him. Beautiful? Is that what it's called? Wonder? That's not Wonder. It's not Jennifer Garner. Who is it? Julia Roberts. They're the same. No, they're not. Same. How dare you? They like look similar now. Yeah. They're both just white women with brown hair. Yeah, truly. Um, they all white women look the same to me. I mean, uh, so just off the top, I want to say like I hear the criticisms of this film and the fact that it is like a very wealthy family i mean like you get the sense that they're wealthy they're very liberal family so they're very accepting i understand this is not everybody's experience yeah coming out and just like a small sliver of what it's like but i think that the feelings that like are expressed during it are very relatable to everyone Mm -hmm. um like in that situation which is why i think it works so well um and i also just think it's like a really well-made movie and very like well acted and you believe that these kids are friends yeah um yeah so that just to like off the top be like i hear your criticism of this movie and i and i take it in but i still love it but i also think like oh aside from like yes he's a white boy and a like a probably um like more affluent family but it's still like the movie hits on like internal struggle that like any person would have. Yes. Depending on like where you are in your life. Exactly. So. And I also he- hear the criticism that like Simon is a very like, like, I guess the word would be passing. passing. I was going to say, yeah. To, to, to refer back to Paris is burning. Like he's very yeah. passing yeah. as, as like a straight boy. Um, so I hear that criticism as well, but like, you can't like, it's you can't judge like anyone for who they are. So it's like, I don't know. Um, you want to jump into the movie? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. The soundtrack is fucking amazing. It's amazing. Um, and is was the guy from Bleachers like a big part of it? Because I feel I, like there's multiple Bleacher songs. There are multiple Bleacher songs. I don't know if he curated the album or not. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, but at the start of the movie, we hear a voiceover from Simon, and he's talking about how he has a very, quote-unquote, normal life, except for his big secret, and that's that he's gay. And then it's that great part where he is looking out at the landscaper, who is fucking hot. It's a hot, yeah. hot landscaper. And he just says, I like your boots. I like, like your he's boots. He's wearing truly just work boots. Just work boots. <laughs> Um, those shorts, though, really made the booty pop on the landscaper. Well, he was wearing, like, cut-off jorts, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and we learned, so, Catherine Langford, who you will probably best know from 13 Reasons Why, she played Hannah. Um, she plays his best friend, Leah, and she's the one that introduces us to... 13 Reasons Why, something I should watch? Um, 
Uh, I don't know if it's controversial controversial to say that the first season I feel like is is a well-made piece of television. I understand that it's like problematic, I guess. Um but it goes on for three more seasons after the first season and they truly get worse as each season goes on. Uh I'm stuck on the last three episodes of the fourth season and the fourth season is the last season. Four seasons already? The fourth season is the last season they're done. Is, is this the movie with Selena Gomez? No. That, did she produce it? She might have produced the first season. That sounds right to me. But anyway, Catherine Langford, 13 Reasons Why, she plays his best friend Leah, and she introduces us to this thing called Creek Secrets, which is like this anonymous board online that people can post like stuff to. And then we meet his Simon's other two friends, Nick and Abby. And Abby is new to the group. She just moved six months ago here mm-hmm. to Atlanta. I honestly had no idea where this was taking place. Uh, the only reason I knew was I but think... But I also didn't... Like, sometimes when I watch the movies, I need to know. Uh-huh. You didn't but it's need like, to know? we just stayed in their little, like, suburb that uh-huh. I was like, I don't... This could be anywhere at any point in any time. Yeah, it could be any fake town USA. Yeah. Um, so there's some things in here that I feel like are require like, like a little bit more of a deeper look, but are glossed over, which is like Simon's thing that he says about Ethan, which is like, why does he have to make it so difficult for them to pick on? Cause Ethan is the only out and a little bit more feminine, uh, gay kid at, yeah. at his school. And he gets picked on mercilessly by the jocks. And, uh-huh. and at one point, Simon says, like, to Leah, like, why does he have to make it so easy for them? Mm-hmm. Um, just, like, and there's a lot of, like, offhand, comp- like, comments like that. Like, and I think that they're there, like, on purpose because they're meant to, like, be examined by the characters. Like, a lot of the things that the dad says before he knows Simon is gay um, are, like, things that I feel like people would just say not realizing that it's, like, kind yeah. of kind of homophobic and then, and then when you're, like, a closeted kid and you hear people around you saying that, it just, like, puts the pressure on you more yeah. to, like, never want to come out because it's, like, oh, well, this is what you think then type of, mm. type of thing. Yeah. Um, the dad is from... I get him confused with some other guy. Um, the guy who was on Grace and Frankie who was the husband of the one who got divorced... Who may have been in Seventh Heaven or something? Uh, I can't. I can't picture the actor. He looked from Seventh Heaven. That guy. Hold on. And then, who is this guy though? What is he from? And why do I know him? Josh Dumel. He was married to Fergie. Josh Dumel. Okay. Yeah. 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 I just kept thinking. Oh no. This is. That's the guy from the TV show. Yeah. What is Josh Dumel in? He was in a. He's in a bunch of stuff. Trans- yeah. Transformers probably his biggest. Huh? about movies that i don't care about or you that i that you think that i would know like why would i know jurassic world why would i know transformers like no i feel like you would know jurassic world before you would know transformers yeah but i don't so okay and also if we really want to get into a transformers talk we'd have to talk about how megan fox was fucking blacklisted because michael bay was like i'm only putting you in the in the third movie if you come over and wash my car and megan fox was like no i'm not doing that and then he said okay Mm -hmm. fine you think that you're so good of an actress, I can replace you with a Victoria's Secret model. And then he replaced her with a Victoria's Secret model. 
Wow. And then, like, spread around town that she was, like, difficult to work with and she got this, like, bad reputation. I recently saw something in the, um, in the internet of a picture of Megan Fox wearing her stepson's shirt. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say that she's dating Machine Gun Kelly. Is she? Yeah. Does he have a son? I don't know. No, Brian Austin Green has a son. Who is that? <laughs> Who she was married to and then just got divorced from. Oh. He's from Beverly Hills 90210. Hmm, yeah. Sounds right. Am I still naming things that you don't know? I know, but 90210, but I just don't know that man. Okay. I know I know Machine Gun Kelly. Um He was in that he was in that um Motley Crue um documentary? Yeah. No, not documentary. The show. It, was, it was called Dirt or something. Yeah. Not to be confused with the Courtney Cox show. Honestly, it was pretty good. The Motley Crue one. Good. I didn't. You, I, you think now you're naming things that you think I would watch. <laughs> well, anything. I, I, you would just watch everything. So it's really <laughs> easier for me to say that to you. I don't know. Is it that far fetched to think that, like, at some point in in our in our life, you would have seen Transformers? Like, Transformers was a big deal when we were in eighth grade. It is. It is far fetched for you to think that I would have ever seen Transformers. We should do just an action movie month. I do love Sh- Shia LaBeouf, but I haven't seen it. And like, I do want to watch that that Shia LaBeouf movie where he that is a makeup um, a remake of um rear window oh disturbia yeah <laughs> yeah is megan fox in that no oh no the mother girl though right yes i can't think of what her name is she had a moment in time when that movie came out and sarah romer can you fact check me on that um yeah one moment please i think her name is sarah romer okay um i'm gonna keep going while you do that okay so the big the big thing that we need in the movie is that um, on Creek Secrets, this person named Blue says... Yeah, that's her. Okay, yeah, see? Sign me up I'm for trying trivia. I'm trying to think what else she was in. I, don't, I couldn't tell you what else she was in. Probably. It's like the darkness is back. Okay, keep going. Um... <laughs> Uh, the big thing is that Blue, this person named Blue, writes on Creek Secrets and says uh, that he is also gay and he feels like he is on a Ferris wheel where he's at the highest highs and the lowest lows. And he just wants to be able to, like, share his life with, like, the people around him. And mm-hmm. Simon sees this and decides to email him. And he emails him from the Gmail, from my window one at Gmail. And he signs it Jacques. Mm-hmm. Yep. I never got why he signed it Jacques until the end. Yes, which is great. It's so smart. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also want to point out that we have two iconic... I keep saying iconic a lot this episode. We have two great like character actors. Tony Hale, who plays the vice principal. He's from Veep. Love it, love it. And was also... He's also from- Arrested Development. And he was the voice of Forky in Toy Story 4. Mm-hmm. Harley has not seen. No, I haven't seen. <laughs> um, and then Natasha... Oh, also, I once went to dinner with someone who, before, who after we went to a dinner, they went and saw that movie. 
Okay. Or they might have saw it before. I don't remember. You stopped listening when they said Toy Story 4. <laughs> yeah. I like the Toy Stories, but the fourth one now coming out like 27 years later, do I need it in my life? Absolutely not. We're going to do it. We're going to cover it on the pod. Can we cover just the fourths of movies? <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna cover just like random sequels. No, um, random only the fourth. Okay, great. So then we get to do Jurassic World. Sure. This is the fourth, the month of the fourth. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, Natasha Rothwell, who plays Miss Albright, the drama teacher, and she's amazing. I love her. She's from Insecure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She seemed familiar to me, and then I was. It wasn't sure where amazing comedy that she does in this in this movie. Um, yes. So they're doing cabaret as their musical, and just some lines uh, when she's like, uh, like not getting the results from the kids that she wants. She goes, "I was an extra in the Lion King." <laughs> <laughs> I laughed at that part. <laughs> and then there's a part where when she goes, "Okay, go," and then the music starts and someone sings off key, and she just yells, "I will kill you." <laughs> And it's so good. Anyway, yeah. so well, the part went in the in the lunchroom. Yes, that I was have that it. was great too. I have it. Hold on. Um, she calls them assholes. Yeah, and says mm-hmm. and says that they will like amount to nothing. Yeah, yeah. She says this is where you will be at forty. Yes, uh, and then she goes. Um, I'm. And then she keeps their Bluetooth speaker and goes. Nope, this is mine now. I'm gonna sell it to get my tubes tied. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Um, so he's messaging back and forth with Blue, and, uh, we, they talk about Halloween, because Halloween's coming up, and Blue mentions that his favorite Oreos are the Halloween Oreos, which have the, uh, orange filling. Filling, yeah. And at lunch one day, this guy, Bram says oh oreos my favorite are the halloween ones so now you're like okay well bram is blue like and this is and this is going to be like a common theme throughout this entire movie is that like you think it's this one person and like simon kind of pursues like in his head that it's this person Mm -hmm. and then something happens where it turns out not to be that person yeah um which is like fun because it adds like a layer of like mystery to it and you're like also trying to figure out like who it could be Okay, I understand that that's what the movie was going for, but after this first thing with Bram and then all the other people that he, like, pursues or, like, pursues of what he thinks that they are Uh after whatever the thing happens with Bram and the Halloween party, which is getting ahead of myself, I, the whole time I was like, yes, it's still Bram, like, obviously. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Seeing it the first time, I did not. Oh, I did. So, we can can quickly run through the other people that he thinks it is, because, um... After, so he, they go to the Halloween party and uh, Bram walk, or Simon walks in on Bram making out with a girl. Yes. And is like, okay, like, obviously not him now. Um, so then he moves on. And then and, he gets thrown up on. Yes, then he gets thrown up. Well, we will fucking talk about Martin. Don't yeah. you worry, because he is literally the worst character in this entire movie. I agree. Um, so he uh, talks... So then after that, he thinks it's this guy, Lyle, because they go to a Waffle House and Lyle remembers Simon. And he's the he's the um, waiter at the waiter. Waffle House. Yeah. Um, but then it turns out not to be Lyle. And then he thinks it's Cal because Cal mentions that he goes away to a remote cabin 
for Christmas, and in one of the emails, Blue says that he is going off the grid because he's going to a remote cabin. And he's not, not going to have cell service and blah, blah, blah. So then he thinks it's Cal. Um, before all of that, there's some good stuff with, like, Leah. Um, after That's the, the best friend. Yeah, after the Halloween party, when she's telling him that, that she just is not a casual person and that she believes that, like, there's one true love for everyone out there and right away you you can sense that she's talking about simon and she has yeah. she, she's in love with simon yeah mm-hmm. and simon is oblivious and is not obviously up. has never looked at her that way, that way yeah. and never plans to um so backing up again uh there's a uh, an email that that blue sent saying that to simon that even though they don't know who each other are, he can't stop thinking about wanting to kiss him. And mm-hmm. Simon leaves his email up, which is so stupid, up in the library. And Martin comes along and sees it and screenshots all of Simon's emails, which is truly psychotic. Also, also my thing is, like, he literally did that thing. I mean, he, did. he like, screenshotted and then sent it to his phone like that's a lot of damn work it's not like he screenshotted it with the phone it was on a computer he had a literally screenshot those are different dimensions that's like i don't know it's just fucked up like it's it's really awful the visuals did not click with me because i think the screenshots he was showing looked a lot like um like pictures no like um phone email screenshots and you know Uh, what i said that's wrong you weren't on a phone you clocked it. I clocked it. Um, but he ends up blackmailing Simon into getting him, getting Abby. He wants Simon to hook him and Abby up. Yes. And, and Abby's the new, like, the newer girl. Um, and she's, like, a lead in the play, right? Yeah, she's Sally. And you come to learn that the real reason later on that Simon did all of this is not to like really protect his secret but really because he was falling in love with blue and knew that if the emails got out that blue would disappear basically yeah it would scare Mm -hmm. him off um so he goes through this whole thing of trying to get abby and martin together what do you think of martin's halloween costume when he was the Freudian slip um i'm gonna just say something and you know what if it was on a girl i would probably like it better and you know what that's the tea that's the tea. I just don't want to see him in a slip. Like, and I also do- just don't want to see any more of Martin. Yeah, I just did not like him. He was creepy and like I like young love, yes, but it's more like young infatuation, not. Love. And you're blackmailing a gay kid, yeah. holding him coming out to everyone over his head to do these and things. And you are literally going to like out him. Yeah, like, like and yeah. that's not fair. Exactly. Um, there's a great. Uh, montage where Simon is like, I don't understand why gay people need to come out. Nobody ever comes out that they're, I, <laughs> that they're straight. Great, I loved that. It's so funny. They're like, the, when when Ali, that's her name, Abby. right? Abby, when she's coming out to her mom and she's like, I like men. And then her her dad get her dad's like, I mean, her mom's like, Oh, you get that from your father's side. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Um. 
so Simon also during that moment has this montage where it's like, maybe I'll just stay in the closet till college and then come out in college and I can be whatever I want to be. And it's the, I want to dance with somebody montage. Simon's dancing is bad. Bad, yeah. It's really uncomfortable and awkward, but I love that. I love everything but, And then, then the whole dorm room is just like decorated in rainbows. <laughs> and I was like, Lord. Um, so after that Halloween party, he gets drunk and he's messaging Blue back. Um, and he writes love Jacques and it's like, uh Oh yeah. I thought, okay. So I thought it was going to be like, I had to rewind the part cause he was like freaking out for saying love Jacques. And obviously like he like was drunk, drunk emailing. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, but I thought like maybe he wrote love Simon uh-huh. and that was going to be the whole. <laughs> <laughs> um, but blue responds. That he's gonna come out to his dad mm-hmm. over Hanukkah, and and then writes love blue. Question though, okay, so I don't really recall. Like, okay, so in the beginning, like mm-hmm. after I think um, Simon Wright gets like they start getting in their first emails there because like him and what's his name sit at lunch together. Yes, and he like gets a like someone's. T- I don't know if it's they're talking about i don't know if it's even him that they're talking with but he's like black and a black not black and jewish yes so it's later on after the diner scene um when martin is like now in the friend group okay and he's and he's telling stupid jokes to abby and one of the jokes that is like very quick like passing yeah like because simon's walking away so you kind of hear it like in the distance is that joke where okay, it's like yeah. what you call black and Jewish blue or, mm-hmm. or whatever the it's supposed to be. Um, um, but yes, that is a big, like, you know, it's a little hint if you, if you, if yeah. you're, if you're like keen to, to pick it up. Um, hey, well, I picked it up. Okay. <laughs> uh, Martin's whole thing where he's telling Abby that she does a superhero. I was like, shut up. That made me uncomfortable. I like felt a little sad for him, but also like not. Um, I do love his coming out to Abby though. Yes, I and, agree. And Abby being like, okay. I also understand why. What what what's that? Leah's the other friend. Yeah. Why she gets upset, like once like they all like the, everything comes out and they yeah. everyone stops like being friends. Of course. Um, because she like this girl who just moved to their town like he comes out to her first and not his best friend for 15 years yeah but on the flip side of that i get it because it's like she's newer uh-huh and has less history less yes. she, she only in her mind her simon is six months old yes exactly Where, yeah whereas leah's simon it's all of the history yeah no, um, I agree. And they do talk about, like, Leah says that, like, when they go on their walk, she goes, I need to, like, like, you know, separate heterosexual Simon that I had in my head from this Simon that's in front of me. Yeah. Um. But something that is not great is that Simon then convinces Nick to ask Leah out before the homecoming dance um, and, like, is, like, interfering in all of their lives. And we'll, yeah. like, once it all comes to a head, I'll talk about it more, but I think I'm on Simon's side. Um, 
Yes, because I also don't think anything he did was too, like, damaging. Yes, and I also... Um, we could talk about it now. So, like, Martin does this whole grand gesture where he asks out Abby and is humiliated in front of the whole school. And in retaliation, not even retaliation, he's trying to change the subject of his thing. He outs Simon. Yeah. Which is truly awful. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, but Simon's sister Nora is so so adorable and cute, and is like, I reported it. They're gonna take it down. Like, is it true? Like, why don't you yeah. talk to me? And and then he like snaps at her, and then she cries. Yeah. Um, and then he comes out to uh his parents on Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his whole thing where the lead up to it, and then after it, when he tells them like I'm still me, is like a very relatable feeling. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um. Because that's, like, the number one worry is that you don't want to be treated any differently and you're, and you're scared that... I mean, everything does change. Yeah. But, like, you're scared that it's going to change and everyone's just going to treat you differently and, like, not look at you the same. Mm-hmm. So, like, that whole fear that, like, Simon is going through, I, I like, is a very relatable thing. Um, Okay. So then it gets to the, like, his friends confronting him about, like, all the shitty things that he did. And and they were just so mad at him, which I thought so was, like, mad at they're him. not being compassionate at all. He was literally outed. <laughs> outed. He was, black, he was blackmailed into yeah, doing I this. I know. And, okay, if he doesn't want to answer his phone for a week. Yeah. Like, but they were so quick to be, like... What you did was so mean to us. Goodbye. And I was yeah. like, uh, this is actually when your friend needs you the actual most. I feel like that just shows, like, uh, in high school, I feel like everyone is really selfish. Yes. And that just shows a light to it. Yeah. And then that's when Leah's like, I wasn't in love with Nick. I was in love with you. Mm-hmm. And she said, I'm, I'm not mad that you're gay. I'm mad that you set me up to get my heart broken, like, intentionally. Yeah. Which, like... Did did she real? Did he really? No. Come on, come on. Also, guys, given the circumstances, I feel like we can push that aside for a second. Yeah. Um. But then when Simon walks in, the vice principal is wearing the pride pin. <laughs> did you catch that? No. But then he's like, he's like, I was meant we have stuff in common, but not. Not. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Um. So then, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, well, then they have, well, after he, like, comes out, they have, like, that, they're in the lunchroom, and then that's when the kids are, like, making fun of him, and then the one other out gay kid who is Les- Lester, is that what his name is? Ethan. <laughs> Where did you get Lester? <laughs> Where did you get Lester? I have no idea. Who is Lester? No, no. I told you I don't know anyone's name in this movie but Simon. Okay. But yes, <laughs> Ethan tells his story about how, um, you know, Simon's like, it always seems so easy for you. Mm-hmm. And Ethan's like, it's not easy. Like, my, my mom still tells my grandma, like, about all of the, the girls that are chasing after me. Yeah. Which is sad. Yeah. Um... And then he confronts Cal and is like, are you blue? And Cal's like, no, sorry. Yeah, no. Um, because blue breaks up with with Simon. Simon. 
saying that he's just not ready to do all of this. Well, he's like, I'm not ready to know who each other are. But now he knows. Oh, so yeah, I guess. He breaks up with him because everything is just spiraling now. Yeah. Um, but now, but here's like the, the thing though, is that now Blue knows who Simon is. Yeah, and that's not fair. Like Simon doesn't know who Blue is. Right. And yeah. I don't know. I would love I would love a point of view of Blue at that moment to be like, yeah. oh, okay, it was Simon. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um So then comes the uh Jennifer Gardner, you get to exhale now. I love that scene. I think it's great. No? Was that her impromptu like improvised one? Yeah, that was the one where yeah. she's like, You've been carrying around a secret. Yeah. Like I noticed for like a little bit, it's like you were holding your breath, but you get to exhale now and be like yeah. the fullest you. Like you were never you before holding this in. Now you get to be. Yeah. You. I don't no, know. I thought that was great. Um, and then he I'm makes up. I'm surprised that that wasn't in the full thing. Yeah, I mean Jennifer Garner, guys, don't sleep on the Garn. He's been cheated on by Ben, ben Affleck. Affleck. Did he got her actually? Yes, yeah, yeah right? with, the, with the nanny. Scum. Disgusting. Um. Then we get the Leah makeup scene where he apologizes to Leah and Leah is like, okay, like, yeah. like, you know, we're friends again. And then the dad scene is really great. I love the dad scene where he says that he, he should have noticed and he, but he missed it. And he feels like awful about all of the offhand comments that he made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's great. Um, yeah. And then we get the big gesture, kind of like a kind of reminiscent of never been kissed when she like writes the, the article like after everything's been exposed and she's like i'll be standing on the football field or on the mm-hmm. baseball field like waiting you know at that seventh inning waiting for the kiss like whatever he writes a, a thing on creek secret saying that he's going to be on the ferris wheel and that he deserves a good love story and that's like the crux of what this whole movie is is yeah. that like everyone deserves a good love story no matter of your sexual orientation yeah um and then I thought it was great, like, his friends actually decided to go with him. Yeah. And... I want to say one thing. So there's, there is a very random part where Simon is approaching the Ferris wheel to get on it. And in the background, there's a girl. Did you catch this? And the girl goes, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God, look. I bet he's waiting for the other gay kid. And, no. and I just want to say... I don't know if it was that actress's delivery. I'm sure she's a wonderful person. That actress's delivery, I don't know if it was intended to sound so harsh and, like, LOLing at, like, Simon and, like, waiting for his suitor. Or um, or was it, like, an improvised line? I don't know. But I'm going to say that, that if we were to do character work and this was the line I was given, I would be like, okay, my character is not an ally. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's because for you to say, oh, my God, look, I bet he's waiting for the other gay kid is like truly the wildest line of dialogue yeah. to be written down in, in this movie. For sure. Yeah. Um, but I guess like in a way that's something a high schooler would say. <laughs> but they say that out loud. Yeah. <laughs> because some people we went to high school with, they say that out loud. It's like so crazy. <laughs> It was also maybe sometimes we're from a different planet, you know. I agree. Uh, Maybe it was also in case like people came real late to the movie, and it was like if you need 
a quick quick summary. It's that's that's they thought they were seeing Jurassic World and then they were confused. And they were like, if you just need if if you're just tuning into this movie, this is what's happening. He's waiting for the other gay kid. <laughs> um, Martin showing up and being like, It's me. I was like, get the yeah. fuck out of here. You've already done enough. I know, same. I was like, you're annoying. Get um, out of here. And then you show, and then in, you realize it's Bram. Mm-hmm. Which He's, I knew from the week. I feel like, I thought that was like the point. Like, I thought everybody knew that. Because after they showed him behind his computer, I was like, it's him. No, because it changed every time. Well, I only remember him, so. No, the, the, compu- the behind the computer changed every time. Oh, Whenever... well, maybe I didn't watch that, so that's why I only saw him, and I said, oh, it's definitely him. <laughs> um, and then uh, it ends with them driving to school. There's five coffees, because now Bram drives with them, and they are together, and that's it. I mean, yeah, it's like a typical feel-good Yeah, you get ending. their happy ending. Yeah. So... I watched the Hulu show Love Victor. Victor's the worst name. <laughs> it is not great. Uh, Victor Salazar is his name. They are a Latino family, which I loved. Mm-hmm. Um, and it basically all of the criticisms that people had about Love Simon, where it was like it's a very it's a great coming out story, and it's great to get this representation. But like, what about the flip side of that, where it's like one, you're not like exactly sure like if you're gay or not. Like you're still figuring it out. And two, like, what if you don't come from, like, a very uh, accepting family? Or, like, you're, yeah. like, like that's, like, the, like, 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 Simon keeps saying he's not really nervous to tell his family because they go to protest, because they're liberal, like, all this stuff. But it just is a matter of, like, I don't want to be treated differently. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the flip side of that? Flip side of that would be that, like, you grow up in a household that, like, maybe they don't, like, believe in like being gay or anything like that. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. Love Victor takes place in the same universe as Love Simon. It's a year after takes place a year after um the events of Love Simon. So this new kid Victor comes So to this... wouldn't technically Simon be in school still? No, because they were a senior. Were they seniors? Yeah, because he was counting down till graduation on his chalkboard wall. Oh. You didn't catch that? No, I, like, really thought they were juniors. No. Also, the timeline of things happening in school made no sense. Why are they doing a cabaret? Out of, and why is football happening while they're doing a musical? Well, uh, some schools only do musicals, like, in the fall. Like, that's it. That's all they do. That's nice. <laughs> um, I don't know. I got... Well, I just... I'm here to provide some, some updates for you on the characters. Okay, go ahead. Go Miss, ahead. Miss Albright is in the first episode of Love, Victor. And she's been promoted to vice principal. We love that for her. Yeah. Um, Simon and Blue are still together. They go to NYU. Because, wow. Because Victor goes to... NYU, famously not a real school. Famously not a real school. Um, no, it is, but I mean... No, I knew what you meant. Um, because Victor shows up at, at Creekwood... And Miss Albright tells him the story about Winter Carnival mm-hmm. and about how this kid Simon met the love of his life and like this thing. So um, because Victor is a 
is a little bit more confused about like what he's actually feeling. Yes. He messages Simon on Instagram to -hmm. be like, screw you and your perfect love story. Not all of us get this. And then it turns into a relationship between the two where like they're offering like Simon's offering guidance and whatever for Victor throughout the entire season. Interesting. And you watch the whole thing. I watch the whole thing. (laughs) Yes. So is the guy from Booksmart like a love interest? No. Oh. Not a love interest for Victor. Um, but it was good. You want to know what it was? Is that it's a very simple show. Like it's not trying to be anything, and it's a very nice show. Did it have a feel good ending as well? Sorry. Did it have a feel good ending as well? No. Uh, it ends on a cliffhanger. So there's going to be another season. We're assuming. I'm assuming. But, but who knows now with literally the who knows when it will be filmed. <laughs> so. They're gonna start after filming shows on Zoom. Like everybody's gonna have to start doing um like um like their own green screen work and then everyone <laughs> like someone's gonna have to put it all together. Did you see that article where J Lo and Owen Wilson are in a new movie together and they had like a week left of filming like left before they shut down, so they picked up scenes like over FaceTime. No. Like like they made they incorporated like a FaceTime thing like into the movie. And like, I didn't film film scenes like over FaceTime. Imagine having to film Hustlers over FaceTime. <laughs> Are uh, they actually having a Hustlers too? I haven't heard that. Where'd you hear that? From I Lester? What? From Lester? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I also might have made it up. I think you just I think you actually just made that up right now. I I could swear I heard someone say that. That's gossip. Uh uh anything else you got about Love Simon? Um, it was an enjoyable film. Um I think yes, I agree with whatever like its critiques are or its critiques. But it's good in in its other ways, you know. And 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 also, films don't always have to be my whole thing. A film doesn't always have to be a reflection of everybody's life ever. Yes, and I it's I also think this one. I also think it's one of those things where you get this movie, and it opens the door. Yeah. For all of those other stories, stories. to be yeah, told. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um. And also, I love Nick Robinson. That's the guy? Yeah. I'm very attracted to Nick Robinson. He reminds me of... Lester. What? Lester. (laughs) No. Why, when I say Lester, do you keep saying what? (laughs) Um, What's that guy's name? He was, like, real, like, big. He was in Baby Driver. Ansel Elgort. Yeah. He is still big. What? He is still big. I haven't heard of him since. He's going to be Tony in West Side Story. Um, He was once at a Brockhampton concert I was at. Did you say hi? No, I think he was, Halsey was there too. Also, you didn't see that picture on Instagram that was like a semi-nude of like him in the shower and he was like posting this so you all donate. It was before like any of the protests, right? It was like for a different cause. 
Um, I th- actually might. He's dating a girl, right? Yeah, Violetta. I yeah, I somehow found her. <laughs> I think I found the, the nudes. Um, but yeah, he's going to be Tony in the remake of West Side Story which, that Steven Spielberg did. Hmm. No? I'm fine with it all. <laughs> with it all happening or with it all not happening? <laughs> Both, neither. Uh, what do you think? <laughs> I'm excited. I love Spielberg. He's one of my top favorite directors. I like West Side Story. The girl that is that was cast as Maria. You do you know this story? Maybe say it. She was from. She's only uh, at the time of the movie. She was only seventeen. She was a senior at a high school in northern New Jersey, and oh, yeah. and yeah, yeah, she yeah. got cast because someone sent in like a tape of her like at her musical like rehearsal. And then uh-huh. Spielberg went to the show to Damn. watch her in the show and then gave her the part. That's amazing. So she's this is like her first thing that she's ever done. That's amazing. So. Um. <laughs> Why weren't you discovered like that? I'm glad I wasn't, honestly. Remember when you said um, only bad witches are beautiful? <laughs> Yeah, guys, we did Wizard of Oz as our senior musical, and I was Glinda famously. Yeah, and and, I, and um, it was Glinda so slash and Auntie M. Um, and count chicks in the beginning. Supposed to be what was it? It was um, only bad witches are ugly, and you said, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I said only bad witches are beautiful. Which honestly. Feminist icon, <laughs> like ahead of its time, like not shaming the bad witches. And it was like during opening night or like something. I think it was like, think it was like the, the last show or something. Oh, I also okay, just remember. Yeah. I also just remember. I never fucked up the line before that. Never. I also just remember that the, the your bubble that you used to have to come out, you used to have to like find like where it actually was like on the stage and like run to it i didn't find the light yeah uh we had to count the chicks in the beginning and i remember uh during the last show everyone's emotional yada 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 and we were backstage and i was like i want to say this is so much fun and i love you so much and you're like shh 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 i have to count the chicks <laughs> trade it for the world no me neither would i do it again no uh i have very fond memories of i not liking that show well, i'm saying high school oh like, no would not do again general like ten i can't out just ten would not recommend practice like i wish that was my happy time yeah honestly forensics would do again same same <laughs> Uh, I'm so sad I didn't join. I mean, I only joined forensics when I was a senior. But you want to know what I'm going to say is that we were king and queen of our forensics team. We, we were. Uh, I looked at I was just like a first year and I came around and I was like, I grab goodbye. You want, I was actually talking with Sam the other day about 
the improv. I, well, one, I was talking about how Sam was like our stage mom and would come to every like <laughs> improv that we would do because it we would do it right after Casey at the bat. Yeah. And I said, I said, I have this memory ingrained in my brain where at um I don't even I don't know what school it was. It was a school that gave away the little um Hawaiian tree trophies. I don't know. We always went to fucking random ass random schools. Towns. Yeah. <laughs> but this improv, it was one of the ones where we were like, I don't know how we made it to to finals because uh-huh. the improv was like uh something like like two strangers meet at a gas station or something. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> and it was truly one of the fucking worst things ever. I think you had a Russian accent because we were very in we were very into Russian accents. Something oh, yeah. I, I feel like I feel like at the end like your car caught on fire or yeah. something and I just remember leaving and like turning to Sam and Sam being like, "Well, not your best." <laughs> and I was like, "You want to know what?" Finals, right? We made it to finals because the finals was the one where the judge that was, wrote. Was that grandpa's head? No, no, no. This was a different one. The final for this one was the one where the judge wrote, "Ironic that you got uh, anorexic in chocolate factory <laughs> <laughs> when I was body shamed." <laughs> oh my god! But also, too, I'm thinking back, and I'm like, "There's no way that the prompt was." anorexic in chocolate in chocolate factory like we definitely added that we just problematically did that yeah like for sure i think the prompt had to have been like supermodels in a chocolate factory or something probably yeah wow but no grandpa's head was the first time we ever won first oh my god but that was the best that was the best (laughs) did i come up with grandpa's head i think you did yeah yeah and i just remember i also just remember like the crowd going wild and the crowd I remember because we were on like a big stage yeah and I also do remember the crowd going wild <laughs> well I couldn't I I couldn't tell you like what the improvs were leading up to grandpa's head I just remember grandpa's head oh same I don't remember the other things that was the one where they would put the big things in the the <laughs> the hallways of the oh stuff. yeah 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 um but yeah no I think the only thing I didn't place in when I did forensics that last year was uh like I think I did like a poetry thing and I and I was like yeah, I, hate, I, and I, I was like I hate time. this <laughs> I did prose one time and I did um um I read parts of Betty White's book you and Sam had that really funny uh oh I didn't place with that either no but that was so good you were robbed That's- how could I how could I I don't I still don't understand how I placed with who's afraid of Virginia Woolf <laughs> and it was just screaming at each other and I remember like violently shaking her Ugh. wow what a time and that was also when you were tap dancing on Martha's grave or whatever it was <laughs> the apple oh. apple jelly honestly if I have children they are gonna do I hope improv I mean I hope like what's it called is still around then I think it's, like, a good thing to just get your creativity going. Yeah, for sure. I feel like improv should be a thing that people do. Yeah, I agree. Improv is great. What are you going to rate the beer? Um, or I'm, I'm going to... I'm, I'm rating the beer first. You rate the beer first. Um, I really am not loving this. I'm going to give it a two point. Buddy, can you tell us... Tell me what I gave the last beer? Yeah, last beer, the splits. Yeah. You gave a three. I, I'm giving this a 2.5. Okay, I'm giving this a 3.1.
<laughs> All right. Okay. Not as bad when it's um, you know, watered down. So the average is two point eight for this Whoa. beer. That's sad. I was so excited for it. It's just too tart. Yeah. Um, and then what are you gonna give? What? Said, and you're a sour daddy. I know. Um, and what are you gonna give Love Simon? I'm gonna give Love Simon um, a, f a four. A four? I'm giving it a 4.2. Okay. Anything That's else? Cool. Um, no. Um, Just um, follow us on Instagram at Blues on Film for all of um, information that is current. Um, subscribe and rate and leave us a comment.